Hey, John, you been hunting? Yes, sir. Hey, Stefan, you been surfing? Yeah, papa. Hey, Mark, you been fishing? You know it. Come on. dude how you doing this week hey man? man good to see you thanks yeah. uh, things are good just moving and grooving this is issue number eight issue number eight yeah oh Podcast. this one yeah. yeah yeah welcome in mark welcome Welcome. It's my first time on a podcast, guys. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This is my eighth time on a podcast. So, man, we've gone like eight episodes. Really, that's pretty awesome. And it is. We're stoked and glad our listeners are here and downloading our things and moving and grooving and we got stuff to talk about. So, yeah, thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks for all the feedback. I get a lot of messages from you guys. I know John has, Stefan has. And uh, we really appreciate all the feedback and all the kind words. So. We're having a good time doing it. And yeah. So are y'all, obviously. So <laughs> here we go. It's been a hot week in Texas, that's for sure. Oh, my God, dude. It's a scorcher this Shit. week. <laughs> I, 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 I am having the summertime blues. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm covered in mosquitoes and <laughs> no surf. So it's really hitting home real bad right now. <laughs> See, right now the boat deck is getting extremely hot. I have this, like off-white and it for some reason it's picking up more heat than my, my other boat that has like a guide green mm -hmm. i know it's like first little problems like oh this boat's hotter than this mm -hmm. boat but then too those damn green eyed devils are horned out whatever those yeah. flies you guys called i didn't, didn't know that was like a name for horse them. flies Hor yeah horse fly basically yeah, horse yeah. Flies. man i was out yesterday and i was like oh this flat looks amazing i'm gonna go up onto this sand that had like a little shallow sandbar I'm gonna walk down this line, and while I'm there, after the storm and all the rain we've had, I'm kind of like maybe see some Indian arrowheads or something. Mm -hmm. You know, I never will see it, but like that's the time to look. Yeah, like, you gotta look after the rains. And it had that like defined shelf where the like erosion was, where it hadn't been. Ex it's kind of exposed where it hasn't been in a while. And I was like, this is gonna be awesome. And as soon as I got ten feet from that edge, I was covered up, and I had killed thirty and <laughs> so fast. I was running back to the boat like there's not a fish worth it like yeah uh so yeah well that's why them fish live in there i bet they're eating those horse flies when they oh, hit the yeah. water and then i was too i was walking to like this drainage where like this small pond was draining out mm. into this like bigger flat section and i was like oh they're gonna be stacked in that little opening and as soon as i got i was gonna like stealth move it up and get to them and yeah no horse flies killed it oh like, man bastards those things are the devil like i want to see their mouth how do they actually bite you know like a is fly you don't get bit by a house fly so why is a horse fly so much more alpha that's crazy that's crazy have you remember that movie fly from back in the day yeah and it had like a sucker thing right yeah. like acid yeah i don't think that's real though yeah. <laughs> you think that's like scientifically accurate <laughs> yeah. no, i think a fly that like eats your like god damn your Goldberg. hot dogs <laughs> was that oh it was jeff Goodroll. <laughs> yeah, dude. but like no like a, a fly that like eats your hot dog one of those flies he like has a sucker thing so this is actually more terrifying i just looked it up Apparently, oh. they use little tiny blades to cut open their victim's flesh. And drink like their vampire blood. Oh, yeah. And drink blood. Horse thing? blood. Oh, yeah. Those are So, dead, it's dude. not like when Bart Simpson gets turned into a fly. Yeah, those things suck. Yeah, yeah that shit's the devil, little, like, man. razors on their mouth. They're yeah, those things. just, like, chopping you up and then trying to... You well, you've, you've had, you know, horse hide is thick as shit, so... yeah. Obviously, he's got to be a badass fly to get after him. Man, I'm a total badass, but I'm not horse hide badass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're more right of a. There. Oh, yeah, dude. That thing's evil. A dog poo fly. Dog poo. <laughs> 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 what was it? Poopery. Yeah. I don't know. What was that? What was that movie, Jack Black, where they sprayed the poo? Oh, Pooby Gone. Or Envy was the name of the movie, but yeah. what's the name of this product? Pooby Gone? I don't, it was, that was awesome. Like, where does it go? <laughs> that's a very underrated movie a lot of people very underrated movie yeah john's like what the hell are you guys talking yeah, about yeah you're out of your minds <laughs> it's not fast times dude oh man <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but uh, yeah no it's you know same thing you know i've been cutting this this one brush line and because we set our gator lines down this one part of the river and so it's overgrown like shit you know like we've had rain which is a oh, good yeah. thing but just i can't believe how fast this the grass and the weed sats grow you know and 
So I cover myself in mosquito dope and then I get after chainsawing, but you know, you start sweating like a hog and then mosquitoes just keep coming and you're like, man, what's worse? You know, what are the ticks like right now? Well, I haven't seen a lot, you know, I just picked that one up the other day. So I'm grateful of that. You know, this is the one, the one ranch I found that we had chiggers for the Uh, first time I found chiggers last year. And I never had chiggers before. Oh, the chiggers are crazy. I didn't know if we talked about this before or not, but I don't think so. So, you know, I learned in in South America, living down there, I get my machete and a big, you know, rebar, piece of rebar, and I yeah, grab hook. the grass and then I cut it with the machete. Well, I started doing this for like an hour and then I go to bed and about two AM, dude, I started like scratching myself like out of hand, you know, and and it was all night and then I you know, I asked around and they're like oh you got chiggers dude like so i stayed up all night scratching chiggers it was the worst (laughs) so now i just napalm the whole yard like sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) did you have this problem i remember in the military people thought that they should throw bleach on them Mm -hmm. so marines would always throw bleach on their chigger bites and it just created this horrible problem for us marines would always throw bleach or diesel on anything anything like Oh, that was the worst. But no, chiggers, though, dude, we hunted at our buddy Will's place. I was mm-hmm. doing a bunch of turkey hunts and pig hunts this year there, like helping him out. And then we're having a great time. And then one day he's like, oh, man, chiggers are pretty bad here. And I was like, oh, that's where I'm picking them up from. I was like, I wasn't even walking in that much grass. But the great thing, I think, being in the sun all the time and the heat constantly and the radiation kicking it on my yeah. gas. Yeah. Like, man, chiggers die pretty quick inside of, or maybe yeah. I'm just poisonous. And yeah. Like toxic. I'm probably toxic. Maybe, like I said, some people get attacked by mosquitoes and some don't, you know? So maybe it's just. That blows me away when people are like, I'm covered up. Yeah. And you look around and you're like, I don't see a single mosquito. And then you go somewhere and you're covered up and yeah. they're not. And you're it's like, weird. what the? It's, it's crazy. Weird. I think I said to do like CO2 emit. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, bro. I just play yeah. one on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I actually never played one on TV, but if I did, I'd be like, uh, I'd be a chigger. Yeah, I'd know all about chiggers. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a chiggerologist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can keep them, bro. Dude, that's the funniest thing ever. You get like a phone call and they're like, hey, we need you on our show. You're like, what is it? It's about science. Chiggers. So you just talk about chiggers. <laughs> we heard your podcast. Well, you can't really see them, right? I mean, they're red little dots I've seen. Like, I, never, I thought they were microscopic. Yeah, they're they? pretty microscopic, dude. That's what, or like I said, just little bitty pinpoint heads of red. Like sand fleas. Yeah, like sand fleas. Or what's dude. the other things they have in the Lejeune? Um, in Lejeune? Like in the, in the, on the beach. What are those things called? In Cali, they have them too in some places. Sand fleas. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Or the no see No see Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No see yeah. dude. Those suck. As long as the sun's up, early morning and dawn, or not done, like sunset. Dusk. Yeah, yeah, dusk is when you'll get nailed by no see mm-hmm. And then it's cool again. That's when the mosquitoes come out. Man, I you know, you hear these stories and people will tell you, oh, this, you know. But I experienced that in San Blas one time. I went there surfing with my girlfriend. We lived in Vallarta and would go. Where's San Blas? Not to interrupt you. No worries. It's uh, down in Mexico. Oh, how far? Like like in the middle of Mexico. No shit. Yeah, yeah. You go to some cool places. Yeah, my girlfriend. I was like, man, I've never heard of that spot. Yeah, it's a you know, it's cool wave. It wasn't my favorite. It really has to get going for it to get fired up. Yeah, Um, better than here, but. uh, well, every dog has his day, you yeah. know. But uh, you know, you hear stories, and all the boys would be like, "Dude, get off the beach by dusk," you know. And and uh, my girlfriend and I had an apartment we had rented at the time, and and we had an argument that day or something. So I was like, "Rah rah rah!" <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, DJ. I'm going surfing all day, and I don't care. And and I, then I almost did that the other day with fishing. Yeah, <laughs> I do it good. Dude. And man, I I tell you what, I came up, you know, because the beaches are pretty steep, and then. You got to the very top of the berm from the water, and I felt white heat go all over my body, just overtake. And I was like, whoa, that's it. And then I was running full bore barefoot all the way, like probably 10 blocks, you know, to the house. Shit. They weren't kidding about them. No seams, dude. Those are evil, man. The like, devil. The devil. Like, yeah, no seams. What's another one, man? Like. I was in the Everglades camping on an island and everybody told us like 
mosquitoes, snakes, spiders, this and that's like Everglades. Florida, you guys lied to us. National Geographic, you've lied to me. And my teachers have lied to me. Everglades is dope. It's probably one of the coolest places I've ever been. Yeah, it seems cool. But they didn't tell. There's no. I never saw a snake. What? It was like never saw a snake. Never saw a spider. But hmm. what I did see is trash pandas, aka raccoons. Yeah. And no seams. So hmm. like in the morning, you'd get up in the morning, and I'd be like trying to make coffee, get ready to fish because I stayed out there for a week on this island, and it's like islands here, mm-hmm. but like. Mexico, white, sandy, like kink. No oh, bitching, yeah. I don't want to. T- no, Everglades suck. You never want to go there. Covered in pythons. Covered in pythons. I never saw a python. Damn, man. That's, See, like I said, I want to go hunting pythons, dude. Dude, who's gin clear? Well, I don't know. Like when you see these dudes, like in the swamps, it's like I think they're in Lake Okeechobee. Like mm-hmm. Lake Okeechobee area is not. I want to say ghetto, but it's it's pretty weird. It's like a bunch of like RVs, like uh, retirees. Not yeah, 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 you know what I mean? It's like guys that are like, I'm going to bash fish till I'm 100. Yeah. And that's that dude. Shit. I want to be that guy. Oh, yeah. Be <laughs> dude, the, all around it has like these drain off ponds that are full of peacocks, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I see these videos on Instagram and dudes just like slaying peacocks. But anyway, on that island, raccoons. Yeah. Which a buddy of mine, this guy, uh, Robert Johnson, he was like, hey, man. I, or he just went to that trip and I said, hey, send me a list or give me any info you have. He's like, I'm going to send you my gear list and just be careful of the raccoons. And I was like, raccoons? And I was like, oh, okay. So the day before I left, I stopped at one of these like, box stores. I was like, I'm just going to walk around like aimlessly and see if there's like any damn thing I don't have gear wise, like yeah, just something, just something, native, yeah, yeah. They're like, what do I not have? And I'm walking around, and I find this like eight by ten tarp on sale for like a dollar ninety nine, a blue one. It was heavy duty, like yeah. heavy duty materials, like normally like ten dollars, dollar ninety nine, and then a thing of bungee cords, yeah, done for like five bucks. And I was like, seven dollars out the door, done. Well, the girl I was seeing at the time gave me so much hell. Like, I can't believe you're like gonna put this on. Like, cause we had yeah. all this stuff packed already. And I was like, oh, we need this. Oh, yeah. We don't need this. Like, whatever. We get there. That first night, I have like three plastic bins full of our food. Yeah. Like extra survival stuff. Like, cause we're sleeping in the ever. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, you're ready. South Texas to the Everglades. Like, yeah. we're gonna camp out for a week. Let's do this. And I had no clue what I was doing. Anyway. So right away I see this pan or a raccoon like trying to get our stuff. And I was like, dude, they're gonna destroy these like rubber made plastic like Walmart containers. Yeah, wait till like, you go to bed, son. Yeah, as soon as I crash, dude, they're done. So I took that $1.99 tarp and I put it around all that stuff mm-hmm. and then I tucked it in underneath them and then packed sand on the edges and bungee corded like Shit. a child would yeah. all around that stuff. And I woke up in the morning and it had not been penetrated. It had been like you see the little paw prints all yeah. over the blue tarp, but that was it. And then the damn Nosiums attacked us. Mm-hmm. But again, like, would you ever think raccoons all over the place? Like, they got those little black hands, dude. Yeah, they're sneaky, they're dude. Ninjas. Dude. I could tell you like probably a hundred stories right now about just that one week dealing with the raccoons, but it take up the whole podcast. <laughs> it's like we're not doing that. Yeah, like I said, it's funny how they dominate little areas and. They dominate this one ranch I do stuff on. and You got a bunch of raccoons out there, too. Oh, man. Like like I said, <laughs> I, I made wanted posters because I was over them. You know, I bought this <laughs> I bought this badass brand new feeder, you know, and I was like, no, that's because my, my ranch roommate is his guy just raped, you know, like, and you're just like, no, man, that ain't real. And and then, like I said, you go to the game camera and they they went up there. And they figure it out. I've seen the game camera photos of them riding pigs to oh, get gotta, up there. Oh, yeah. I saw Yeah, somewhere. yeah. They, you got to post pictures of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this shit's out of hand. That's wild bin stuff. And so anyways, they'll, they'll bend the basket and then get in there. And there's literally one dude and he'll spin it. And then it falls for everybody yeah. else underneath it. And the pigs will show up. And they work like a gang, dude. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. And then I went and bought this expensive brand new feeder and all that shit. And then I was like, they ain't going to get mine. And then they literally, yeah, like you said. They the just predator ab- cage on it? Yeah. And they on the abu- bottom? Yeah, and they just abused the whole damn thing, dude. And I'm like, okay, 
every coon dies. <laughs> <laughs> and I love them. Like I said, my cousin grew up with them, and we had a pet one, so I really love them. They're smart as shit, dude. He did tricks for gumdrops, right? Uh-uh. Yeah, totally, dude. That's something I never it fell about out. It fell out of the nest when it was itty-bitty, like a little pink one, you know? And they raised it, and it was their oh, well. pet raccoon, dude. It was awesome. And uh, so I learned, like, how smart they really are and, like, how, you know, their hands are. Same thing like a monkey, dude. If you ever really get close to a monkey and he grabs you, dude, it's like, what? Dude, <laughs> Little you energy exchange, and you're like, that's kind of like a human hand, bro. It's like when we were in Costa Rica, I saw a monkey get hit by a car. It was like a hu- it was like a, that looked like a human dying. It was like oh, one of those yeah. things that your brain can't. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, I didn't. Our listeners don't want to hear that. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> negative. It's like you just don't, your brain can't process. That sounds like, so sad. Yeah, it yeah. has hands. And, it has hands, yeah. like evil hands. Well, they're smart. Like, you know, I got this one photo in Indonesia when I was feeding them, you know, and and uh, they figured out where I was putting the peanuts. Were you and, hiding them? Yeah. yeah. And I had cargo shorts on, so they were all in these different pockets. And, and so I was feeding these other couple monkeys and then one of them sat there and watched the whole time and then he waited and waited and then he figured it out and i got the photo of him i'm looking down my you know with a fish eye and he crawled up my leg and just boom hand right in the one pocket that had him and he's like hell yes son (laughs) (laughs) it was crazy and they're strong dude they're not like oh i'm just gonna play around they're like it's wild animal strong that's wild animal shit yeah it's, it's like i said you know it's like a wild dog like People get attacked by dogs because they're afraid because we're so used to having dogs around. You're like, oh, you're not supposed to hit them or anything like that. But if a wild dog or a wild animal is attacking you, man, you better hit them real quick and purposefully. So you've been cooking lately. And I saw dude the other day oh on Instagram, goodness. dude. What's up with that, dude? Dude, I cooked the best alligator I've ever had. Oh, was it alligator? I think yeah. you cooked a dove. No, I did the doves yesterday because we're running out of, like, the season starts next month. Yeah. You know, we got... Pretty stoked about yeah, that. Yeah, pretty fired up. And, uh, and that's why we're working hard to clean these new pastures so we can get some hunts in there. And... Um, so I love my dove poppers. I thought about you because I had bacon on. <laughs> I gave you shit about that last time. So yeah, they're delicious. And they're uh, good. I'm I feeding my mom. I'm not feeding Marcus. Yeah, I got you. And uh, but the gator, man, the Let's gator. This. It was out of hand. It was this recipe I found online, and you know they ask you to buy this Louisiana hot sauce and Louisiana Cajun seasoning and and all that. And I said, you know what? These people make this product, so they're gonna. Yeah. They're from Louisiana. so let's, That's where the gator Yeah, yeah I mean, they really know how to cook a gator there. Yeah, totally. And it's new to me. So I was like, let me just follow this one recipe. And, man, I grilled them two minutes on each side with some parsley and this seasonings. Shit, it was right up there with my deer, right up there with, like, a steak. That quick of a grill. Yeah, two minutes, like a shrimp. I told you, man, they're like lobsters. Yeah, they cook quick. Yeah, yeah, it's like a lobster. They'll take on any kind of, like, seasoning you do to them, and they'll – Take on, you know, the effects that you do to them with the fire, too. Wow. And it's good as all hell, man. I'm fired up. In fact, that's why I was like, oh, you know, I was going to like, we need a grill at this place so we can grill this and then come in here and talk about it on the podcast. So you uh, guys are as fired up as I am about it, you know? like Yeah. Well, we need to grill it at my house and just record the podcast yeah, at my- you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your totally. house. Yeah. Grill it at your house or record it there. Yeah, over the over the meal. That'd be good, too. That'd be good, too. Yeah, but it's definitely, it's like I said, it's game changer, man. Like, I like the fried alligator, but after doing it this way, I'm like, nope, no more fried alligator. This, well, part of, oh, really? This See, that's how I feel it. about the dove and bacon. Mm-hmm. I was like, when you find another way to do it, you're like, oh, man, this surpasses the... Yeah. So I do, like, sunflower oil with the dove mm. because i mean they're eating sunflowers sure. already and then kind of play with that with garlic and so like but anyway what part of the gator did you use well the tail or is it well it all gets sliced real thin like a veal strip or something the whole gator yeah the way this is processed oh gotcha, you know? gotcha. so it's not like oh you get these bags back that say tail this or that you it's know? just like chunks yeah like a like i said thin like a veal you know about yay big yeah chunks you know about three four inches or longer Uh, and kind of fanned out you know like a uh like a flank steak maybe okay okay, stuff like that real thin and uh so i can kind of cut it into like one by twos or something like that 
And then I, I just put it on a skewer and just like a, a shrimp skewer. Oh, so you shrimp skewered it like that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, got you, got you. Man, yeah, that sounds totally. super. Man, it's man. So it's bite size, like mouse, like easy yeah, eat pieces. Easy yeah. eat. Like I said, people are going to be fired up on it. We got tons of it left. Like I was going to have a fundraiser because I need an ear surgery for my surfer's ear and stuff. So I got like that huge alligator last year. So I was like, maybe I'll charge people five bucks to come in and then we'll do all these gators up, dude. A surfer's ear. Uh, surfer's ear is like uh, when you're surfing in cold water or when you're in the cold water, like a duck guide or something like that, too, would get it on a boat all the time. It's the wind and the water constantly going into your ear hole. Basically, your body uh, doesn't like the cold water in the ear. And it happens with surfers because we're yeah, in the water all the time. Yeah. So what happens is you have your ear canal, which is just a round hole. And then you have these spikes that come down from around the hole and yeah. it tries to close the eardrum yeah. down and keep that water out of there and protect the body. So if you ever look at a sea lion, he has ear holes, but it's real, it'll look like this. Teeny like a, a, Yeah, like your fingers are closed up because it, the bone is all grown closed to keep all that cold water out of his ear. And so, and it sucks because you can't hear and gets water trapped in there and you can get really bad infections and stuff like that. Mm. So I had my ear drilled in the left ear a long time ago, but now I need my right ear because it's like 80%, 85% closed. It's awesome. Getting old. I'm getting old, so I can't hear anything out of my right ear. Huh? Out of my... <laughs> That's like a thing. It's like when I turn my head, I'm like looking left for fish and somebody's like yelling at me on the boat. I can't hear. I'm like, yeah. the wind's blowing across my ear. If like a certain high-pitched sound on my right ear goes across, I can't hear it. That's exactly what it is. It's like the whole time. If you are hearing this right now and you like in your 20s or teens wear earplugs i thought i was way too cool cigarette butts do not work as earplugs by the way (laughs) (laughs) just when somebody's like you have to have earplugs like yeah cigarette butts don't work Mm. so i regret biggest regret losing my right ear hearing from shooting so much and not Uh, i can't hear anything and i'm Mm. yeah it's ridiculous mine was some i lost some hearing i'm sure from punk rock gigs because i was always shooting punk rock gigs in california you know yeah, loud. Speakers. Yeah, loud speakers, and you're right there next to the band trying to get the action shots, you know. So you're up close and personal, and I got to pass, and you're like, shit, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna get as close as I can oh, and yeah. rock out. Yeah, it is kind of awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so Gator, and it's just like chunk. I gotta do. That. I gotta try. Yeah, that. man. Dude, like I'm, I said, I'm I'm, I'm thrilled, and there's a like you know that Oriental sweet and sour stuff i think would be really good on that alligator too like skewer Mm. it and then you paint it the whole time it's on the on the fire you know teriyaki or anything man any of that dude sounds really good i'm telling you man after doing this the other day i'm like no more frying it took me a little while it takes me about 45 minutes to prepare it you know get everything ready and mixed up and and uh you know you're basically kind of putting a blackening coating on it but Mm. uh man it was is like I said, I won't fry it again. Cause so you almost blackened it then. Is it like that or no? No, no, just because it's more like grilled, you know. But uh, like I, I said, you. you've got this flavoring that sits in for a little bit right before you hit it on fires. And, uh, but just I'm fired up. Like, it's more healthy feeling, you know. Oh, I didn't yeah. feel so bogged down with the weight of the <laughs> grease, grease and flour and stuff like that, you know, which is, I'm not downsizing it, you know. I, I, I like that stuff, but I definitely need a good day in the field before yeah. I come home and eat a bunch of flour and chicken fried stuff. And yeah, exactly. you know, you know, chicken fried venison is a certain meal. You're like, bro, you're not doing much after that. And potatoes, dude. No. <laughs> it's like, we're just going to sit on the couch and be bums. Right yeah. Now. And it yeah. better be hella cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I prefer to just like grill, man. I love deer meat, but yeah, I try to do like a grill it. stuff like that. actually ended up cooking. I'm like, so I was like talking, nonsense about beef the other day and did a tomahawk like two nights yeah, ago solid, dude. god it was so good man. yeah you can't then, beat those things dude and the worst part was like my girl like made like a charcuterie player i probably said that i like, just slaughtered that whatever that is. that cheese and meat board let's charcuterie, just let's it, man dude. it up oh really cool sweet <laughs> yeah you nailed it actually yes. bro you're well traveled dude yeah cheers <laughs> anyway <laughs> so she was doing that and we we're like eating other snacks so by the time that thing got because i smoked it for oh yeah 45 minutes and then seared it like at this like side sear things like 1200 degrees 
hit it really fast to get that char on it and uh i only like took like three bites it was so Shut good but i only like three door. bites i was like already stuffed by then i was like uh, i had a fish the next day i was like you I didn't go give to- it to them little dogs did you no man i actually like <laughs> cut it off the bone and then i like my girlfriend went to go take a shower and i like was like looked around i caveman like yeah. whatever i didn't cut off the bone i like Eat it like a dog in my kitchen. I don't even care. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. I'll like Tim Allen, like tool man that thing. And then uh, put it on a salad the next day. So, oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, blue cheese salad. Yeah. Like, and I just used balsamic and vinegar. Anyway, I try to do like healthy. No, it's still good. So. Yeah. So that ended up being a salad topper over. So where'd you get the tomahawk? From H E B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like. Uh, they sold a single. Yeah, so what I yeah, they sold a single. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I went to H E B to get they had like this special cut. It's like a tenderloin or something, it's but it's like got a lot of fat. Like I think H E B gets really good cuts. I'm not plugging you guys H E B. I love you guys though. Like actually they do there's actually a lot of restaurants around Texas that get their meat from H E B. Really? When I was in Midland yeah, they had houses the, in general. They're, hmm. the Midland H the meat market in Midland Texas was as big as probably the H E B on Roberts. The whole meat section, like those dudes did not play around like but yeah H-E-B is probably the best like when I lived in Colorado I missed H-E-B more than anything oh, dude it beats a Piggly Wiggly I when I first went to North Carolina it was Safeway. Piggly Wiggly and I was like yeah, what is Wiggly, this yeah. dude yeah we, have a, we had a safe I had a shop at three places we had a, like a natural grocery no 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 yeah natural grocery Safeway I don't it doesn't matter is there, Roger, the is there still a Moody's meat market here yeah, yeah Moody's yeah, still they moved. they're on um, Holly Holly in Rodfield almost. I don't know. Oh, I, they moved way out there then. Yeah. yeah I haven't like been well, since they moved, I haven't been to their new place. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they have really I mean Moody's is like a good They have tomahawks over, over there too. Oh, do they really? Yeah. The thing about Tom I mean, I like a tomahawk, but I usually go for the cowboy cut because the extra bone is just for the coolness factor. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the cowboy cut sexy, is dude. that yeah, the cowboy cut is what gives it that flavor. So I'm not gonna lie, yeah. dude. I watch Pitmasters pit a lot. I like it. I was eating it's that. It's super like drawn out. It's a contest, and but it it show, you can learn a lot of cool stuff. Like, oh, is that where they do like the the three people or three yeah. barbecuing teams compete for like a, ten thousand oh, bucks or something? I've dude. seen that actually. They had because that's where I got my like using apple juice mm-hmm. on my ribs, on like a pork. Spray. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, it makes like a said, difference. Just little things I don't learn. You know, I didn't know. I've you actually know, seen that show a bunch. Pick that's up. a good damn show. Yeah, it is good, man. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Somebody else appreciates it. I'm just sitting at home like, this is awesome. The other special <laughs> tips, like you see them do stuff, and then over the years I've picked up on yeah. that. But used it for other stuff. Yeah, anyway, you're right, though. Totally, totally. Good show. No, like I said, I never thought of using apple juice until like I saw that. I'm like, oh, it makes total sense, you know? Yep. The more you're, you're you know, like I said, I've We've talked about this before. You want to honor the, the animal you've harvested and you don't want to throw anything away. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to eat all the beef, you know, chew on the bone because that's delicious. Delicious. It's got all that. That's where the flavor is at. Sorry, all you vegan people out there, but that's just not my trip. Like I had a girlfriend who was vegan, you know, and, and she would make these food and salads for me all the time, dude. And the salads would have to be as big as my See, I love chest, salad, dude. Yeah, but I'm, it had to like be this junkie. big, oh, and, and then like I'd eat the whole damn thing, and then like I'd come back and like, okay, I need some more, you know, in twenty minutes. Yeah. So, like I said, just women and men, I think, work off. Well, everybody's body works off different things, and mm-hmm. like I said, mine works off beef jerky and potatoes and cold beer. You know, like, <laughs> shit, that's what my body feels really good ingesting. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome though, dude. So. <laughs> I was like, dude, if I don't eat a green though once a day, I, I get pretty. I know that's the weirdest thing in the world. Like, I grew up eating salads, so, like I have mm. to eat it. Well, like, if I don't have good. a salad every meal, I'm like, it's a pay. If I had barbecue, like, I then my next meal is automatically going to be greens and mm, lots yeah. of fiber because barbecue. I mean, you get that that meat gut. Uh, oh, that's yeah, the worst dude. feeling. So yeah, yeah. You know. So I don't have that problem. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Those those double meat yeah. order burger double cheese. <laughs> yeah, this some bitch orders them all fucking That's like the three a.m. That's like my normal. Uh, a number two at Whataburger is my. Norm. It's been my normal since high school. You know, so I don't think it's ever two. changed. Huh? So number, number five. Two. Number son. two is a double double Whataburger. Oh yeah, but I get. You know, I always I've always gotten a double with double cheese bacon, um, 
Jalapenos only. That's the best. See, I do a number two, toasted buns, cheese all the way, and then a milkshake. That's Damn. like. Wait, do you have to tell them toasted buns now? They're I, supposed to already. No, I tell them toasted buns every yeah, time. I thought they automatically already. Did. No, if you don't t- tell them that, they give you like the white buns. And I'm like, if I get home and I don't have toasted buns, I look at my Whataburger like, damn, I have a mediocre Whataburger. Because that's what Whataburger really used to do normally was toasted buns. I never even yeah, really yeah. realized that my bones God, I love Whataburger. Whataburger and ATV, like. Dude, they nailed it. Yeah. They're they, like, it's like the best two places. We got you, fam. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, hurricanes, COVID, yeah. end of the world. Shit. They all. I've been through three. They're in it with the cockroaches, dude. Yeah, dude. For life. ATV and Waterburger, <laughs> like, they're always open. And then I, my buddy, when I was in San Antonio the other day, I don't know if they were throwing the disc, playing some disc golf, and picking up a bunch of stuff from uh, that I got from Yeti. And uh, when we got there, he was saying something <clears throat> about the Waterburger app. I was like, I got lunch. Lou just got yeah. lunch. And he's like, dude, you got to get that Waterburger app. I was like, this shit. Waterburger's got an app. I was like, dude, I don't Did give a shit. Did you I see the thing signed like 10,000 yeah. times. I mean, I eat there almost like but three times ever, a week. Yeah. But I'm like, why do I? They're like, do you have the app? I'm like, no, I'm not. They know my name. You get the rewards. Yeah, and, like some know. rewards. Like, yeah. what do you get? A free little hot apple pie and some small french fries? Like, who gives a shit about that? I don't know. Ladies love apple pies. Well, I know, but know <laughs> what the greatest thing about the Waterburger app is? Hmm. I don't have to tell them shit when I pull the drive through except my name. Two... There's all these hidden things like I didn't know you can get on a water burger. Like instead of doing like American cheese, you can do like all pepper jack oh, cheese. You they, can do like Swiss yeah. cheese. You can so do that's, they're going the route of in and out. Okay, so you this just is pick every item you want on your burger. This is style. going into an article that I did, and this it involves the water burger right across the street from us on Texan Trail. It's my favorite one. So they they kind of have a secret menu, sort of. No. Yeah, and it's uh, the 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 most famous one from the secret menu is this burger called the Water Fan. And is that with the chicken and the burger? It's yeah, the chicken, burger, cheese, bacon. Like they what? just pack it down. Yeah, so they, they it's stole that from McDonald's. It's got a cold following. No, McDonald's and had that and they stole it. What? Maybe whatever. Either way, they have it. It's called the Water Fan. And then they also have, you know, there's there's some kind of stupid things that think think people just made them into a secret menu. It's like a seven oh two. But the biggest thing is that they'll do whatever you want. So you can tell them exactly what you want and they're yeah. gonna do it. So I did the article on right on that was basically how to make your own secret menu. And I went in there and it was at, after eleven o'clock at night because I wanted breakfast to be part of it because I wanted yeah, you know, the also breakfast. Like eggs on my hamburgers and other stuff like that. And so I went in there and I was like, hey, can I, I talk to the manager? You know, I, I'm sure it sounded bad at first. And the manager came out <laughs> and he's like, Yo. you know, how can I help you? And I was like, okay, I'm going to order some stupid shit. Like, do y'all care? And he was like, bring it on. And I mean, he they I ordered over a hundred and like, I think it was about $125 when I was done. Whoa, that's, water a good, yeah. that's a good and time. I, mean, I made up the dumbest stuff and they put it together sure. they didn't give a shit they were happy to do it everybody's like wow how does that taste yeah. you know and cinnabon the cinnabob was one probably you know not my favorite but that was actually pretty good a bob with a cinnamon it was a Crazy. cinnabon they cut it in half for me the cinnamon roll they put the this or yeah the cinnamon roll cut it in half put the stuff that would be on a bob in the middle you know just they basically replaced the bun with the yeah. cinnamon roll the the one this one's That's actually one, on their a uh, secret dude. menu is the uh, they don't have a obviously they don't have a veggie patty right so they what they do is they just take out the meat and they throw in hash browns and so the hash browns is that was like the thing that I was looking forward to the least out of that whole list that I had and that was honestly probably my favorite mm. from that whole everything that I came up with that was my favorite you tried the Waterburger breakfast burger I have yeah that's like I actually. God, I oh, it's so sad. I sound like a fat kid saying this. I'm not a fat kid though. I'm a fat kid. You're a fat kid, but like, fuck off. I go to bed at night sometimes, like thinking about that water burger breakfast burger. Shit. And they t- and like the other day, I was like so excited. I got up. I was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking destroy like two of these bad boys before I pull the boat. I know it's gonna make me poo, but I'm like, I'm totally gonna eat two of these bad boys. And I like, went to look on my app. And I was like all excited. This was like two weeks ago. And I went to look on my app and they pulled it off the menu. Yeah. And I was like so sad. I was almost crushed. I was like, all right, breakfast tacos again. 
Like that's like they might yeah. go to yeah, like yeah, breakfast yeah. tacos. Um, I mean, I never eat. I mean, that's not really a sad thing. That's kind it's of not sad. Like, no, I love tacos, <laughs> but when you eat tacos every yeah, single yeah, day yeah, on yeah. the water and you get yeah. them for your clients, and it's sure, like that's sure. cool and all, but like at it's the end of the day, yeah, but like. Man, that water burger breakfast burger is so it's pretty good. good. So what y'all should do is uh, email us your secret water burger. Oh, that's fired a good up one. Thing. Yep. Like you said, In and Out has it. You order everything animal style. They have their own animal menu style, and shit. Yeah. So I get In-N-Out it. In and Out sucks though. That's uh, all right. In and Out's peasant it, food, but it ain't a it ain't a water burger. You know, you go to California, everybody's like, yeah, In-N-Out. it's In and Out. And I went and tried it, and I was like. The fuck is this? It's like yeah, the fries. It's are an inch shit. bigger than a White Castle. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. I want a Texas no size you got burger. Four patties on the son bitch. You need yeah, to get exactly. Yeah. yeah, but they do do it. You know, really thin. It, it's kind of it's good, and the kids that work there are great, and it's a great opportunity for them. You know. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's close good. to it. It's like the Chick Fil A of burgers. Mm-hmm. Man, well, Chick Fil A. Oh, don't you dare talk don't shit about Chick Fil A. My Jesus chicken came down from heaven. <laughs> oh, dude, I, whatever they do, Chick Fil A. I just pray they open on Sunday. Yeah, dude, Chick Fil A is. <laughs> it's so good. If I go to Chick Fil A, dude, I spend so much money because I, I want like the chicken strip, you know, the chicken nuggets. Yeah. I want a spicy chicken. I want a normal chicken. I want extra pickles. I stashed them in the. <laughs> So oh, it's so good. Could dude. you do a chick what Chick-fil-A did for chicken for gators? Yeah, if you could sell. Yeah. God, you'd have to sell it. That's dude, they kill the chicken market. Like Well, if you could sell gator meat. So you can't sell yes. stuff you harvest from Texas. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like tell you yeah. can't sell it. You can't, you can't sell, sell elk meat though unless it's So you could raised. do a donation gator fillet pop up. Yeah, you could do donation based only. Yeah. Yeah. So Oh, you can't sell. Oh, Louisiana Gator, you could sell though, like restaurants do, right? Or is that farm raised? I don't gator? know. Yeah, that's probably farm raised, dude. You can't just take a Texas animal and then be like, cool, I'm putting it in my restaurant, except for oysters, if you get an oyster yeah. license or, or drum, drum license drum, or something yeah. like that. But like I said, you know, you're getting a long line license for and picking up drum for a dollar when you can guide and be paid five bills that day. I'll be yeah. honest, I'm kind of thinking about how would a fried gator piece on a biscuit taste. Fried Shit, gator is you'd be fired fire, up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, it's good. Don't. Yeah. I'm not trying to downplay the no, fried, fried gator. No, fried gator is No, like, no, I'm not. I'm just, it's I, good, it's, especially now that it. I'm going to push the envelope with like a, a more heated batter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can get that spicy. I, I got it at H-E-B the other day. Some spicy batter, you know, yeah. for some fish. And it was night and day compared to the other batter I had just picked up. I make my own grandfather's that he made this catfish uh, batter and yeah. his recipe. So I usually f- use that a lot for everything. Um, do a lot of like white flour cornmeal. If I'm going to do it, it's like white flour cornmeal, like egg wash, something mm, like that. Yeah. No, all that is good. And like I said, it's just kind of what you're in the mood for, you know. Mm-hmm. Have you ever put it on a bun though? Yes. Yeah, so so that's what I was going to yeah. say about gator. Poor, gator poor boys are like the... F- Gator tail yeah, poor boys are yeah. fire. Our See buddy, that? I, I haven't. I've had it by itself. What? I've never actually had it on, you know, bread. What was that restaurant Buck you said? Oh, not the What was the oh. other one? Uh, uh, I don't know. I man. had it in my head until you like. Oh, man. Our buddy of mine, though, used to own like a seafood kind of like, I don't know what it kind of restaurant, like all around, like they fried a bunch of stuff. It was awesome. But when I used to fish, in a kayak, they sponsored our poor asset. We were so broke back then. I was a college kid out of the military and all of us, but I could go in there and eat all the food I wanted. His parents would just feed us. Like, it was like that. It's like, hey, do you want to sponsor us? And it's like, yeah, it's like, we'll feed you all you want. We won't give you money. Was and it a like, Bubba's Ice House? Bubba's. That was it. Yes. Yeah, it's that's not what it was. Bubba's 33. It's Bubba's Ice Bubba's House. Bubba's Ice House. Right? Yeah. So we'd go in there and they did Gator Pork Tail Poor Boys. I dream about those things. Damn, dude. With dude, pork were, in there? That's no, 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 no pork. Just gator tail fried with like, uh, I think pickle, tomato, and like a sauce on a sandwich. It was so good. Like after fishing all day, I would stop in there and we'd eat. And it, Shit, yeah. Dude, gator is so good. It is like, good, man. We got uh, Let's make a date. Yeah, we have to try that because I mm-hmm. love Gator Poor Boy sandwiches fried. I can't even imagine like grilled. I'm like Nine my day. mind's blown, like, dude. Day. That's how I feel about the, like the Dove. 
like there's a way to do dub different in a pan where you're like, whoa, I didn't know all the flavor was here. Mm-hmm. It's just weird how that is, right? Like, yeah, it's crazy. Like I said, it, it immediately jumped up to my top three, like a deer backstrap steak on the grill, a gator, like you know, skewer, and maybe, you know, some crab or or something of that nature, you know? Like, shit, just mix it up a bit. See, so. that's what I love. Man, that's like the great thing about here is like so many different deals. And I honestly, now you feel like, like different generationally, like when I was growing up, like that people would say like, gators not good or black drum are not good or redhead ducks aren't yeah. good or this and that. And it's like, man, I've never had, or mule deer, whatever it is yeah. that people say it's not good. It's like, man, you're just cooking it wrong. Or like, yeah, you heard somebody else say that you've never eaten it before. Yeah. And it's like, it's amazing. Like redhead ducks. Everybody's like, Oh, it's a mud duck. It's a salt. Shit. Once it hits a salt, it's no good. But I'll tell you this, I've cooked duck for people and cut it up and given it to them. And they're like, this is the best beef fajita meat I've ever yeah. tried. And you're like, no, that's duck. And they went out yeah. and bought a shotgun the next yeah, day. Yeah, no, I cubed that up, man, and make little tacos out of those things. Shit, dude, you can't beat it, dude. Duck tacos, duck redhead, yeah, dude. Yeah, you like, get it to where it's like crispy on the sides. Yep, and then, it's good. That's good. I love home. that. Well, I think we fall into that category. You know, somebody tells you something like, oh, that ain't good, dude. Yeah. Or like, oh, man, that's gamey or this or that. And you're like okay cool i won't ever try it you know versus being like nah dude okay and that's what i do when somebody tells me that i'm like okay chalk that up let's go try it and make it work it like i said you know those nutria are supposed to be really good i'll eat a nutria i want to eat a bobcats you know you go and watch that alaska tv show and stuff dude they're eating lynxes all day long yeah but cats have like this weird bacteria inside their flesh dude you have to like so do hogs yeah, so you have to cook a cat more than you would a hog. There's scarier shit in a cat's. And I'll, dude, I saw something, dude. Hey, cat, dude. I'm telling you, I'm just saying, like, I heard Chicks are cook. crazy and go around kissing them all day. Yeah, that's true shit. But I'm saying you got to cook them, like, real good. It's got to <laughs> yeah. be, like, it's got to be done. Yeah, like, yeah. I think a bobcat or lynx, if I needed to eat and it was survival, I'd, <laughs> I'd give it a try. I don't know if I, I would just give it a try. I heard them raccoons are good yeah. eating too. See, yeah, there's like certain stuff. That seems I, such like a West Virginia thing. Well, my yeah, my very West, uh, yeah, and I have Virginia. you know I have a, a awesome. There's a guy that w- was working on my parents' house, and he was 90 years old, and he grew up in South Texas. He, I, oh man, I ate them possums as a kid, dude. So you say that, and I, like I read something where beaver tail is really good, where these guys like took beaver tail, and you eat it, and it's like gristle. Like you just smoke it and just eat the shit out of it, and it tastes like gristle. And I was like, man, I totally want to eat beaver tail. But most people look at you like you're fucking yeah, crazy. you're insane. But the fat, supposedly like Mountain Men and all that stuff. Sure, you need it. Your body needs the fat, and like I can attest for that when you're eating wild game, you're living outdoors for long periods of time, or like non-fatty diets. Like you need fat for brain mm-hmm. function, like. Sure, you uh, crave I mean, like, it. Yeah. You crave it. Your body craves it. So I see why guys would try beaver tail. You know, I used to, my good friend, Dr. Cohn here in town and his son and all that, we used to go. Uh, the to, dentist? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that's my Patrick, that yeah, my you know dude. all the boys, dude. Yeah, so. I live right next to the, yeah. Yeah, and so. No small he, world, brother. Yeah, he worked with a good friend of ours who ran an, a mountain camp in, in Colorado, and we grew up going to this mountain camp. And we tried to hike every highest peak in the 50 states. No shit. Yeah, totally. And so each summer you would like chime in and be like, oh, I want to go Wyoming or I want to go Colorado or they did Hawaii and stuff of that nature. Right. And so when you summited these mountains that, you know, the tradition was we always had sardines. And at first you're like, oh, no, you know, we're 12 year old, yeah, 14 year old kids, you know, like sardines, grubs. But by the time you got up there and you and you used all that energy, you like you said, your eat. brain tells you, like, eat this thing, dude. And then you eat it and you're just like, oh, shit. 
makes Ghost. total sense. You know, you just get so much more energy from that. You know, packs of tuna is like my favorite thing. Yeah, for really? hikes, especially yeah, when I was in the military. I mean, that's what I would go to the PX and buy tons of and just stock my bag full of. Oh, see, mine was yeah. Jolly Ranchers and Sunflower Seeds. Mine was hikes. pull out all the M and M's and go grab bags of tuna, and it was tuna and M and M's weirdest combination. See, yeah, we I did. told you, I can live off beef yeah. jerky, dude. I can hike all day long, just like beef jerky. Boom. No shit. Yep. See, when I was like sixteen, I hiked like a. Uh, Montana, Idaho, and Wyoming a lot. My dad like sit me on these like, you need to find yourself. Yeah. And I'm like 16. Like, dad, yeah, like, don't lock the door. And it's like, Here, here's your pack and your shit. And I like did a bunch of crazy adventures at that age. But like, that was the deal. Like your body would crave that fat mm-hmm. like at night. But the same thing when we summon a peak and like we would do uh, Twizzlers. We'd take a, somebody would carry a pound, the pound bag of Twizzlers, like the big bag. Yeah. And a giant bag of peanut M and M's, and then like sardines or something weird like that, like mm-hmm. tuna, something like kind of fishy, oily, something like for yeah. brain function. And uh, that's what we'd eat at the peak, like every single time. We summoned a ton of peak, but like yeah. that's when you're a kid, you're like, this is kind of weird. But like, yeah. why am I carrying out two pounds of candy up yeah. here and a pound of fish? But you need it, and it doesn't go bad, and it's easier to carry than you know. Oh, we need a stove. We need this. We need that. You know. So it's totally. So did you ever go to uh, highest peak here in Texas, Guadalupe Mountains? No, I no. didn't. I did. Yeah, I did Idaho. If you imagine Idaho having a large peak, it was actually freezing. And uh, we're in Idaho. Boise, outside of Boise, I forget. I, I wrote no, this no, no, down. No, no, you're cool. I did like salmon, salmon, Snake River, like kayaked eighty miles down that bad boy. So it was. Uh, I love Idaho. Oh, I was turned on, you know, like you know, same thing. We were kids and somebody said, Oh, Idaho. And uh and then we Idaho. got Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got there and I was like, Wow, this place is beautiful, you know, it was really cool. Yeah. And, it's right next to Montana. Yeah. Washington. Yeah. I mean, of course, yeah. It's, it's so and I didn't see one god dang potato. I never saw I was it. pissed. <laughs> I was <laughs> expecting to get to the top and there's a yeah potatoes potato. everywhere just they come out of the ground like, uh, <laughs> there's there's cherries dude I was kayaking down potatoes the middle fork and like <laughs> they had this orchard along the side of the river and I was in a kayak this thing called a ducky inflatable yeah, kayak yeah duckies dude then I duckied over dude to this beach and we're all like hanging out and like this couple came up on horseback and they're like what are you kids doing and we're like I think we we're like smoking a J or something. We were kids and hanging out on this beach and they came up and they're like, you guys want some cherries? And like, we didn't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not touching anybody's yeah. corn or fruit or anything yeah. normally. And they're like, we just sat there and ate so many cherries Sick. and I've never eaten a cherry straight off a tree. But I'll tell you this, it doesn't taste like that shit I get at the store. Yeah. It's a whole nother, it's Sick. a whole nother world. Anyway. Hell yeah. Dude, we were talking about something earlier. It was like crazy. Oh, that's what it was about weird stuff in Texas to eat. And I have a buddy that's like not a master chef. That'd probably be like, he'd be like, dude, that you just call me some shit I'm not. But yeah. the dude kills the it. Yeah. yeah, the guy kills it. He's an amazing chef. He's owned a bunch of restaurants, done a bunch of stuff. And he's like, hey, let's go fishing. So we went out. And we caught a bunch of stuff that I would like Spanish mackerel. I've caught a mm-hmm. ton of Spanish mackerel. I'm like, this is a trash fish. Catch them, throw them back like nothing. Like you would a ladyfish or a per a pin perch or something sure. here. Like, what are you gonna do with this? Just throw it back. Like it's just getting in my way of catching what I want to catch. And we caught one offshore. I caught it on a fly rod and brought it in. And as soon as I get it in the boat, he grabs it and like bleeds it out, throws in ice and stuff. Did you I made, say this before? Yeah, yeah, no? yeah. We talked about it. he made sashimi with it and all that shit. Oh, I don't know. I talked about it on yeah, the podcast. It was Jeez. episode four. Oh, dude. We're already three episodes in and he's already he's repeating, repeating stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, time what saying, no, that's, all, that's how much it meant, <laughs> like how memorable it was, though, that like something you would normally sure. just throw away as a trash fish or whatever and it's so good no it brings us full circle what we were yeah, talking about so. earlier shit. like oh somebody told you that spanish mackerel is no good to eat and like said exactly and they're good as shit you know same thing with them javelinas you know they're good just all i, don't know if I need a javelina man all right like i said we need a grill here 
You'd, you'd, shoot, you'd eat a javelina? Oh, yeah, yeah. See, I have a hard time shooting javelinas now because I don't see them that much. Well, I won't want to shoot them anymore. Like I said, we got a bunch on this one property, and I just think they're the coolest. And uh, uh, But if we want to talk about recipes and shit, then I'll harvest one, and then yeah, we're going to grill and then have the podcast and be like, hell yeah. <laughs> After a good serve, that'd be great. I was, uh, was going to tell you a story about something else, but we're just going to kill it. I was like, oh, this is super gross. So, what? Yeah. So, the other day, I was unloading a bunch of stuff out of my boat and put it in my garage. I like mowed the grass, like did a bunch of yard work after I got done fishing. And uh, if you don't like crazy, weird rat stories, you don't want to hear this. But uh, I was like putting everything away, and a rat ran across my garage. And as I'm closing the door, like, the sun's not down yet and it like went underneath the steps i was standing on to walk into my like laundry room and i was like oh hell no oh dang so i have like these industrial like super badass traps like they're not like expensive or anything like they have the wooden ones they're like a dollar mm-hmm. for rats and Those then they are have hard this, to set and scary yeah they have this other one that's like three dollars that's like even cooler and you're like that's the one the black like, ones you just yeah open. they're black yeah they're like, badass oh not that one but this is like it looks like a I don't know. It's hard to explain. Okay. Anyway, so I set them and I was like, what am I going to use? Because I've done cheese, peanut butter, like berries. They don't want to eat berries. So I put dog food. I took like three or four nugs on my dog's dog food and I stuck them on these two different traps. I have three of them, by the way. And one time, it doesn't matter. I killed a lot of rats one weekend. So this other day, dude, I set this rat trap up. And I put them in the garage. I put one by my Yeti cooler, like, and then one underneath the steps where I saw that rat go. I was like, done deal. I wake up the morning and I get up at five every morning to go fish. And I'm like getting set up to go. And I was like, oh, let me check the garage, dude. I'm like pressing my coffee and like pouring in. I was like, oh, let me check those rat traps. Yeah. I was like, so I go in there and both of them are gone. Yeah, dude, they'll tell you, they're like hogs. They'll run off with your traps. Yeah, dude, but these are like big traps. Yeah. Like, you're like, dude, they ain't running off with it. So I was like, oh, shit. So I got my flashlight, and I'm looking around my garage. The one underneath the steps, he moved it like six feet and like wedged it in a corner, and he was gone. And Broke I was like. Foot off, I'm out. Yeah, dude, I'm like, there's not a body part or anything. And the one that was right next to the steps, next to my cooler, was gone. And it's like probably 15 feet from there to the wall of my garage on the other side. And I go over there and I'm like flashing my flashlight around the lights on in the garage too. Just kind of looking at all the cracks. And I see this trap like up against the deal, like up against the wall on the other side. Should I be telling this on the podcast? Who cares? So anyway, like I go to like pull it to like be like, oh, this thing just like escaped. No, there's like a hand in it. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. And I pull it a little bit more, and it looks like a little monkey paw. <laughs> and I was like, when he said monkey earlier, dude, yeah. this remind me of this. Anyway, so I'm like, dude, that's a little monkey paw. And I was like, I'm not messing with that. Because it, like, went underneath, like, a yeah. board. Oh, I wouldn't go sticking my hand It's, like, in a crack. I was like, no. I'm just going to leave no. this monkey paw here, yeah. and I'm going to fish all day and come back. I get home, like, at 6 that day, super late day on the water. I get home, and I go to the other end of the garage. And I like tell my girlfriend, I'm like, yo, babe, this thing had like a paw, like a hand. You gotta go get it. And she's like, no, it's like, it's a possum, babe. It's just like stuck Ooh, in the woods. Baby possum. And I was like, and that's what it was, that's dude. Right. I get like pliers, yeah. I'm pulling it through this crack. I get it out. It's oh, a damn. poor little baby dead possum, but like, no shit. No wonder it moved my trap yeah. across the garage, but I didn't realize possums had little like little monkey hands yeah, they are. like little people hands it was wild they're good they're like trash pandas too man yeah dude yeah. and i hate and i really like possums hey man i don't think they're that cute they're kind of weird looking which is weird like why is an animal weird looking when i was a kid i used to kill them now i won't yeah i wouldn't kill them i remove them i move them off the property really yeah so it's well really good for the area like only a north american marsupial I'm like spit out some fat like this is I like, also got a neighbor who doesn't mow his grass oh, and yeah. it's terrible and uh so but they we, can't hurt you no they carry uh they they don't they no. don't carry any diseases and they're good for keeping ticks away ticks and, and fleas the, oh, I heard that, that, that could be propaganda from yeah. Russia yeah dude <laughs> the, the propaganda from Russia is that they carry diseases and they're bad 
you know. Well, I just don't want them in my house. So now, I, there are. I don't I want them in my, it's in my garage. It attaches to my yeah. house. So I just yeah. relocate it to my trash can. Relocate yeah. one thing because yeah. they can tear up. Like if they get in your attic or something, you know, they can tear oh, up yeah. stuff or whatever. But squ- squirrels do the same thing to my attic. So it doesn't really matter what's up there. They're going to. That's another. That's we got to do our up. squirrel hunt, man. Dude, I had squirrels living in my house when I moved in. Yeah. Like. I hate them. Yeah, I heard like chirping in the walls, and I was like, "Holy shit, Ooh, the rats!" Yeah, and they have babies. Yeah, and it had babies Ooh, inside babies. my wall, and somebody's like, "Dude, those aren't rats; those are squirrels." Yeah. I was like, "No, how do you know?" I was like, "Cause rats don't sound like that." Yeah. And you're like, "Wait, what?" Dude, it took them mm-hmm. months, months. Like, I, they'd be like, and I like beat on the wall, and they're like, I don't know, dude. I live in a weird little yeah. place next to a field, so I get some weird no, stuff they in come my up casa. From that bayou right there. <laughs> that bayou. Yeah, old dried up bayou. Do you see that? Yes, dried up bayou. With the sinkhole. Yeah, that was right by you, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you see that? No. Oh my god. In that god. trench, it's all busted up. Yeah. So my tarantula hidden spot, dude, had a sinkhole. I went. What was it? Right after the hurricane. Yeah. Somebody's like, "Oh, do you have a giant sinkhole by your house?" And sent me yeah. photos. I was like, "No, I don't." Right, I'm on this parkway, and Makes I walk sense. over, dude, in a damn giant sinkhole. Uh, it happened the sense. day that we filmed the last podcast. Uh. Oh yeah, because I went home. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because I went home. Man, we did drink a lot last podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> I went home from here, and I saw that, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Cops. <laughs> yeah, then I ran into the dudes that run the Noasis Brewery over there. And they were all, they, I didn't realize the guy Joshua. They, they live close to you. They live really close oh, to nice, me. And I'm like, nice. man, that place has been super supportive. But that's another really good local spot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Beers. a plug right there. It's like Noasis Brewing. You guys should go check them out. I mean, out. we do need a beer sponsor. So that's like the, damn, that's a good beer sponsor, but too. I, I like what they, they transition. It, it sucks that they to had a restaurant, to, but I yeah. like that they transitioned into the barbecue. Uh, you know, so they could also serve the beer. They were doing a lot of barbecue though, because they did barbecue uh, pizzas collaboration from the brewing with the House of Rock. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. I did see something real quick, but I was out there at the ranch. To stay open, they started barbecuing. Yeah. They just started doing it. Just at a restaurant over a bar. Sure. So now they actually went and got a per like a, a restaurant license or permit, whatever you need to be a restaurant. And they're selling their, their barbecue so they could open up. Yeah, and good food and yeah. good beers. Hell yeah! See, that's one cool thing about like with the COVID deal. I've <laughs> noticed a lot. I know COVID sucks <laughs> and all that, but the one thing I've noticed that's positive from that is so many local people collaborating together. So, like for example, right there, we we're just talking Noasis Brewing Company collabed. They gave our sold. I don't know what the deal was. Barbecue to House of Rock. House of Rock. And then House of Rock hired a buddy of ours, the Party Way Stickers, Bryce, to do like special edition stickers for every pizza you got. Then they hired a local graphic designer. I think it was Sunny Wave Creative. Yeah, Sunny Jane. Yeah, to do designs. So you have four people in business all helping each other out. And I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's way positive. It's extremely positive. I think that's a really great thing that... I think before growing up here in Corpus, you didn't see that. Like you didn't see the collaborations of people. And I think in the last like five years, since basically Harvey, I feel like there's been a lot of younger people and a lot of people like our age all kind of working together to like get stuff going. Like it I think was really competitive good. before, you know, that was one of the things that there was a restaurant downtown when I first moved back, yeah. they held up a spot and then y'all remember herbs burgers yeah so when they left this other restaurant decided to rent out that space just so another restaurant wouldn't go in there roger and that fucks it up for everybody sure, it sure. ruins well, you know less people want to come downtown yeah and yeah. It, it's actually worse for them because the more people we have coming downtown because of the more restaurants we have downtown yep. the more people more likely it'll be that somebody wanders into the restaurant sure. as well and so and then competition's good like I don't That's think, a, yeah, I don't no, think I mean, about anything. It like, also heightens our level of uh, execution of the food, you know? Sure. You want to make it, you better do good. And yeah. that's one of the things that I think is is changing and it's improving. And I, I, I really like that. And I got to see how things I, – I, I'm not going to put the two together. But I saw how in Austin when things started blowing up, 
you know, all these restaurants came in and different chefs and amazing food. And that was a, a, a good thing for it. Sure. You know, and that's the one good thing I'll say about what happened in Austin is the food scene change. You know, before there was like is, there was restaurants, but there wasn't a ton of really it's a music food. scene. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, here I, I feel like we're, we're kind of hitting sort of the same stride. You know, we have other people coming in. I say we have a ton of restaurants that just Asian restaurants that hit. And I think other types of cuisines need to kind of pop up as well um, and see what everybody else is doing, you know, because now I have like 12 at least 12 amazing Asian restaurants that I can go to and I love it. And they're all nice. different types of Asian cuisine mm-hmm. and it's amazing. And so, yeah, that's a good thing though. Like, I think there's been a lot of stuff that's like positive, like over the last couple of years, especially since Harvey, like there's been a lot of money, a lot of local industries have been building stuff, which been good and bad, but it's been bringing people from all over the world and all over the country here, especially younger people that have been putting money into our, deal and i think that's pretty awesome anyway no yeah like i said it became uh everybody lifting each other up versus cutthroating and so yeah exactly it's like somebody said one time when i first started being like as a guide and i'm sure you said it as a guide too or had it especially in the surf industry like people are like very hesitant about change or new development and then when i started fly fishing all these it's just older gentlemen as guides i think there's like me and uh, this guy Jeremy Chavez like up north and very few people are fly fishing as a guide except older guys that were already retired made yes. money doing another industry and like oh this is what I'm going to do now and they were very he- like oh you can't show people this and it's like man I feel like with hunting or fishing or so, the more people that are in it it doesn't matter if it's there's plenty of water and, and fish having fun yeah having fun like, as long, yeah, there's like plenty this. of that like if you have that it gives you a voice. If there's like me, you, and him, we're all in a hobby and nobody else cared about it. Like yeah. nobody cares, but like, yeah, yeah. and you don't have a voice in the world, but it like it, for right now, like with fly fishing, I feel like it gives you a voice where we protect more water that way. You with like the hunting industry, you can protect more the deal it's like sure man, no, I mean, no we all know i mean i'm not gonna we're not gonna get into that right now but you know what i'm saying like, no 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 I, they need it hunting needs to be protected in texas like yeah no you're doing it's a natural resource for like for for the rest so of I, our lives you know that's yeah. the beauty of it you know like there's more white tail now than in like christopher columbus time i think hunting is one of our biggest resources so many hunting people and fishing coming from is all like over the largest to, yeah yeah that's why I watch Lone Star Law all the time. Oh, and oil. <laughs> anyway. And well, that. Man, it's good to yeah, see you, you again, too, dude. man. Cheers, brother. A few laughs, a few catch-ups, and uh, let's get back out in the field and in the water. And Looking forward to next weekend. We'll catch up next weekend. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and uh, thanks for all the downloads and keeping on keeping on. Hell yeah, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Aloha, y'all.